Welcome to Tax-Free Living. If you are anything like me and you have ambition running through your blood, if you know that you are the catalyst in your family, the difference maker, the person that was meant to be more in life, the person that was meant to build the wealth and leave the wealth to many heirs and legacies beyond you, then this is the podcast for you. You see, there is no lifestyle where you are not being taxed. However, the tax code was written for entrepreneurs and real estate investors. And in order for you to have the lifestyle that you want to have, you're gonna need to have a better understanding of how to avoid taxes. In Tax-Free Living, I will be sharing with you strategies that I have leveraged with my clients to help them reduce their tax bill legally. I have interviewed over 10,000 clients. I have done tax strategies for over seven years. I am a real estate investor. I own multifamily. I am a business owner. From my experiences as well as the experiences through my clients, I will be sharing with you the strategies we implement on a daily basis to reduce our taxes legally and the strategies you will need to master in order to build a tax-free lifestyle for yourself. Because, ladies and gentlemen, when you join this podcast, we are on a mission. We are on a mission to continue to build wealth so that we never have to run away from our lifestyle. This is Tax-Free Living. Let's get started. Welcome back to Tax-Free Living. I'm your host, Carlton Dennis, and today I have a very exciting topic. Today I'm gonna be talking about what you should know when you're going into your tax person's office. And the reason why I'm gonna discuss things that you need to be aware of before you go visit a tax person is because there are so many clients who feel that they are ready to work with a CPA or with an accounting firm. And the truth of the matter is, before you pay a CPA or pay a tax strategist, You need to know certain things before you go into their office. And the most important thing you need to know is, are you going into their office for a tax appointment? Are you going in there for a tax planning appointment? And I'm going to be discussing the differences today. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of real estate investors. And part of the reason why is because Carla Dennison Associates, my firm, my mother's firm, we market ourselves as real estate gurus. Carla, who's my mother, we've had this building for this business for 29 years. We've been in this building that we're in right now for 15 years, and my mother's a real estate investor. Um, I remember as a young child, a lot of people would come over to our house, and my mom would have conversations over coffee, over tea in the living room, just discussing real estate. I remember when I was younger, my mother and father would have me and my siblings get on a plane, and we would go to different states such as North Carolina and South Carolina, and we'd just be in cars all the time because we really weren't going for vacation. We were more or less going to check out real estate deals um, that my mother and father wanted to go see physically. So I've always been surrounded by real estate. Um, I've had a chance to stay in a few of my parents' rental properties, so I'm very comfortable having the real estate conversation. So naturally, As Carla became an accountant, she marketed herself as an accountant for real estate investors. And as I became a licensed tax strategist and got myself into real estate as well, I realized that that was the the niche that I wanted to go into as well. So fast forward ahead. Um, Now I'm meeting with, you know, over 11,000 clients on a daily basis. And most of them are business owners or real estate investors. But what most of them come to me saying is, is Carlton, why Why is my CPA not teaching me all the things that I'm learning from you here today? Or why doesn't my CPA give me advisement throughout the year? Why is it so hard for me to get a hold of him? 
Why does it seem like every time I bring an idea to him, he shoots it down? Or the most popular one I get is, why do I always have to ask the questions and he's never asking me the questions to figure out what we can do to reduce my tax bill? And it comes down to knowing why you're going into your CPA's office. And so I want to address two different types of clients I deal with. And the two different types of clients I deal with are clients who are ultra aggressive and clients who are ultra conservative. And the reason why I deal with these two types of taxpayers is because of history. The ultra conservative taxpayer is someone who is afraid to write off nearly anything. They're afraid to to write off their website. They're afraid to take a laptop deduction, a home office deduction. They don't want to place themselves underneath payroll. They don't, they've heard that certain things trigger red flags or that they are going to get audited if they have um, a, a home office on their tax return because their CPA has told them these things. So naturally, they have a fear maybe because of things that they've heard from from their past accountant, right? That That's instilled some fear in them. Maybe they've heard from their parents about a past tax experience that their parents have had, right? Maybe their parents got into a situation where they owed or where they got into a place where um, their parents had told them, hey, you never want to screw over the IRS or you never want to get in a position where you owe the IRS. So it's been years of clients just hearing information from family members, from past CPAs, from the internet, from Google, from Wikipedia. So by the time they get to me, they're, they're ultra conservative. They're afraid. They're, they're in fear of the IRS. They know that the, the tax system was built for, for entrepreneurs and for investors, but they're afraid to even tap into all that the tax codes have to offer for them because of all this fear that they have. So that's the first type of taxpayer I'm used to dealing with, the ultra conservative taxpayer, the one that is most likely overpaying on their tax returns, not because of um, the fact of of, of knowledge is, is the fact of fear. It's the fact of fear. They're aware that there's certain things that they can be doing, but they're choosing not to. And, and fear can play into you overpaying Uncle Sam. Now, on the other end, as you can possibly imagine, is the ultra-aggressive taxpayer. This is the taxpayer that really doesn't have any knowledge. He just wants to write off almost anything. It's the taxpayer that's maybe watched a few videos on YouTube and heard one line item or heard one snippet and thought, oh, if I have a business, that means everything that I spend my money on can become a write-off. So they swipe everything. They go to the grocery store. They're swiping their business card. They go change oil in their car for their personal car. They swipe their, their business card. They go on personal vacations. They're swiping their business card. They're, they're trying to write off their dog. Literally, I have clients who come into me with their dogs in their hands saying, Carlton, I've, I want to take advantage of everything, including you know little Muggsy here. And... <laughs> And this, these are just the types of appointments I've had. I've had appointments where I've dealt with ultra-conservative taxpayers, and I've dealt with ultra-aggressive taxpayers. So knowing these two differences in taxpayers, well, what is, the, what is the ideal type of taxpayer you should be? Should you be someone who's ultra-aggressive and tries to write off everything you possibly can? Should you be on the conservative side so you're never in fear of the IRS? You're never being, being in a position of getting audited or getting a red flag? What, what should you be, Right? And it all comes down to understanding your, why you would want to go into a tax office and understanding how the tax system works. And so today, I want to address why you might be going into a tax office. Most people, most taxpayers, business owners or not, are going to go into the tax office between the months of January through April. 
Why? Because these are the months when you need to file your tax returns. All of the paperwork that you normally receive from the government or from your employer, it starts coming in the mail towards the end of January. Some of this paperwork might be your W-2s, your mortgage interest statements, your property tax statements. Some 1099s start trickling in, K-1 forms trickle in. So now it's time for you to be conscientious about your taxes. So you gather all of your letters, all of your receipts, all your paperwork, and you go into the tax office during your scheduled appointment to talk to your CPA about figuring out ways to file your returns and maybe figure out ways to reduce your tax burden. However, this, ladies and gentlemen, is a tax appointment. So your CPA who went to school, your certified public accountant who went to school to learn about public accounting, accounting for everything that needs to go in your tax return, he is ready to do that job for you to file your tax returns, accounting for all the documentation that you're bringing into him. When you throw out questions to him, hey, is there anything that we could be doing to reduce my tax bill? His focus is not on figuring out ways to reduce your tax bill. There might be some minor things he can do, some adjustments to your income, some adjustments to your expenses, telling you, hey, implement this. But ultimately, taking advantage of the tax codes You've limited yourself because you're after the year. You're after the year. You're past December 31st. You're operating in a new year, filing your taxes for the previous year. And when you show up to your tax guy's office, he is focused on his job, being a certified public accountant and accounting for everything that needs to go inside your tax returns. This is called tax compliance, and you need to understand tax compliance because most taxpayers simply do tax compliance. And while you're in your tax person's office, you might be asking your CPA questions about things that you've researched online. Because if you're a business owner or you're a real estate investor, you want to take advantage of the tax codes. You don't want to overpay. You want to make sure that you're doing everything that you can to have a, a reduced tax bill to take care of yourself and your family members and your clients and to reinvest back in your business, right? But your CPA isn't really feeling like sharing information that's going to put you in a position to reduce your tax bill because your CPA understands the year's already over. And my job right now is to make sure I can file your tax returns as soon as I can for you and give you a tangible product because this is simply me doing tax compliance for my client, taking their information, putting it into this program that really does a lot of the math for me and spits back out a copy of the return. There's very little strategy involved. And when you're asking your CPA questions during tax season, of course, you're going to be limited on the things that you can take as a deduction because you're already after the year. So this builds into the conservative taxpayer, the one taxpayer who can't take advantage of the tax codes because he's always asking or she is always asking her CPA about how she or he or she can reduce their tax bill during tax compliance season not during tax planning season. So, of course, your next question is, well, Carlton, when is tax planning season? And I'm glad that you're thinking about that because this is where all the opportunity happens. See, tax planning season is really all year long. And the reason why it's all year long is because as soon as January 1st hits, you're being taxed on the income that you earn. As soon as you receive your first paycheck or you do your first transaction in, let's just say, the year 2020, you're now earning income and that income is subject to taxation. 
So the IRS, if we're viewing this as a, let's say, a football game, they are checking themselves into this football game and when quarter one starts, January 1st. However, us as taxpayers, we are still reviewing information from last year when we go into our tax office with our CPA. We're getting our mortgage interest statements from last year, our property taxes statements from last year, our W-2s from last year, and we're taking it into our CPA saying, hey, what can we do to reduce our taxes from last year? In the months of January, February, March, and April, while the IRS is taxing our income already for 2020, we are still trying to figure out how we can reduce our tax bill for 2019. Now, this sounds a little bit more reactive than proactive, right? And that's the problem. And that's the problem that the wealthy have been able to solve for themselves. You see, the wealthy understand that they're getting taxed as soon as they earn income. So they're, they're going to have a plan in regards to how to avoid that tax as soon as they're making it, right? So if they understand that they're being taxed as soon as that income is coming in, and most taxpayers are only thinking about their taxes during the months of January through April, they're going to be conscientious about their taxes all year long, which means if they want to have a reduced tax bill, they're going to need to be in communication with their accountants all year long. And so when you are trying to determine when is tax planning season, tax planning season really starts on January 1st, soon as the year starts. Because if I know what your business is and how you earn your income, I can do a forecast to figure out what your liability is going to look like based on the income you're earning, based on the average expenses that you have. And if we know about the income and expenses that you're earning on a yearly basis, that can give us an opportunity to leverage strategies and make maneuvers and give you recommendations that can help you reduce your tax bill. You see, most clients want to take advantage of a lot of strategies, placing children underneath payroll, riding off vehicles, taking trips places. But you're making these financial decisions without communicating to your tax advisor until the months of January through April when it's time to do compliance. So when you are thinking about strategy is when you need to sit down and have a strategy conversation with your tax strategist. CPA, enrolled agent, CTAC, you name it. If that person has a better understanding of how to leverage the tax codes and they're presenting solutions to you that are going to reduce your tax bill, then that's the person that you should be doing business with. Ultimately, the tax codes are written for entrepreneurs and for investors. However, entrepreneurs and investors don't know the difference between tax preparation and tax planning. And that is costing entrepreneurs and investors money on a year-to-year -year basis. I was on the phone with a client yesterday who had started his business back in 2014 and he set up his business as an LLC and he was earning income not knowing that his business was going to be subject to self-employment tax. He hadn't filed his tax returns in the last three years simply for the fact that something told him that he wasn't doing it right, that the way he was set up was not the right way because being in business, I shouldn't have to owe this much tax. So you know what he did? He just decided not to file. He's been tax delinquent for the last three years simply for the fact of he hadn't found someone to really explain to him why he owes. No one's really sat down with him to explain to him why he's owing the amount of money that he's owing. And no one ever really sat down to discuss solutions or different um, layout or process that he can implement to avoid taxes based on his business goals and his specific industry that he's getting into. And so when I when – I, 
talk on this podcast and I have appointments with clients like him, I know that there's thousands of other entrepreneurs that are in his position because I've had other consultations where I've heard the same thing. Carlton, I just don't know if I'm in the right entity structure. I just don't know if I'm supposed to be paying all this money or if I reinvest money back into my business, does that mean I still pay taxes on that money? There's just a lot of questions that clients have. But when you're in your tax appointment, sometimes these questions, it doesn't feel like you have a voice. It doesn't feel like these questions are getting answered. And so I urge my entrepreneurs, I urge my real estate investors to be more mindful about their taxes. Because when you become more mindful about your taxes, you start implementing more proactive um, characteristics into your life, like having a conversation with your CPA maybe five to 10 times a year. You're doing your bookkeeping and accounting on a month-to-month -month basis rather than a year-end basis or setting everything out on your kitchen counter table two or three weeks before you have to go into your tax appointment. Because now it's really hurting you if you're doing all your numbers right before you go see your tax guy for the last year when you're already being taxed in the current year that you're in. There is speed and velocity to building wealth and it comes with knowledge. Knowledge of knowing the difference between a tax preparation appointment and a tax planning appointment is going to get you to building your wealth quicker. Now, going back to the aggressive taxpayer, the taxpayer that wants to take advantage of everything, I, I commend that taxpayer, the taxpayer that doesn't live with fear. However, I urge that taxpayer to seek out advisement because it's those taxpayers who want to take advantage of the tax codes are the ones that need to be taught the tax codes and then you can unleash its power because the tax codes are really written for entrepreneurs and investors and an entrepreneur who has a business and is earning income can be put in a position where they can even leverage their business to offset some of the taxes that they have from earned income working for an employer. And if this is somebody that is you, if you're looking for different ways in which you can reduce the taxes from your employer, or if you're looking to start a side hustle, then you're going to need to understand the differences between tax planning and tax preparation. And you're also going to need to seek out a really good tax strategist who you can partner with, someone who has a good understanding of business owners, has a good understanding of what the real estate tax laws are, so that way he can teach them or he, she can teach them to you in a way that's enjoyable understandable and affordable because that's important building wealth should not be expensive it should be fun it should be enjoyable learning about real estate should be fun and should be enjoyable being able to hire people and have a lifestyle by design should be fun and should be enjoyable but it's not fun and enjoyable when you're sitting in your tax person's office and you're scratching your head saying you know what this whole business thing didn't it's not really turning out the way i thought it should be I never would have thought I'd be writing checks every single year to the I, the R, and the S. I, I miss those days when I was working for an employer making refunds. I never want my entrepreneurs to get to that point where they feel like maybe I need to turn back and go back to having a job and go backwards. You made that step to become an entrepreneur for a reason. You decided that real estate was a vehicle that you wanted to have as a part of you building passive income in a lifestyle by design. There is no going backwards. There is only figuring out the right information you need to receive and putting the action behind it. 
I will continue to have this podcast. I will continue to share information with you guys. I will continue to give you value in ways that are going to help you build a lifestyle by design. But it starts with the knowledge. It starts with understanding the difference between tax planning and tax tax preparation. And it also comes with getting a right tax strategist on your team. I look forward to connecting with all of you guys on the next episode. Talk to you soon.